second eye I need to get my story straight My friends are in the bathroom Getting higher than the Empire State My lover, he's waiting for me Just across the bar My seat's been taken by some sunglasses Asking about a scar and I know I gave it to you months ago I know you're trying to forget But between drinks and subtle things are bar closes and you feel like falling down I'll carry you home this is the most epic single piano chord I think they I think there's like three chords in this entire hook and they just play it out and right in that rhythm change there's the change back to film I want to, I want to wrap that piano chord and <laughs> hug and just, it's like, that's what drives that entire song is that one, like, it's so simple mm-hmm. and some producer was just like, play that chord. And the guy went, uh, but you just want me to play the chord? Just play the chord and we'll make a gazillion dollars. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, welcome to the Gleeful Podcast with Josh and Ed. Good evening, Jennifer. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Joshua. And uh, you can find us online at GleefulPodcast.com, on Twitter at GleefulPodcast. I'm at Josh Brunel. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. Jennifer. Josh. Why are you not Jennifer Lane on Twitter? Did you look for Jennifer Lane on Twitter? Is that the porn star Jennifer Lane? No. um, Because there is a porn star Jennifer Lane. I know there is. Um. There's also a, a country singer. Jennifer Lane. Okay, at the time that I set up my Gmail and my Twitter and all of those accounts, I was creating Jenny B. Creative, and the B was supposed to be for B, for the verb, but also um, for Burnell. For so your married name. My married Your name. unofficial married name. My unofficial married name, so yes. <laughs> And, so there and, you go. Thanks for putting me on the spot I, I, I never thought about it. Yeah, it had never dawned on me. It's just that when I was setting up all the accounts, it was um, easier for me to just do it all the same way. Hmm. So there you go. I had to justify the B. You had to justify the B. The B in being. It's very clever. And everyone remembers. <laughs> I thought it was very punny. Yes. Thank honestly. you. Well, thank you. And Ed, how are things in, uh, in hot as balls, Florida? Um, actually not that hot. I mean, I, I live outdoors, so it's like whatever. <laughs> it was so funny today. I was walking and it started raining and like everyone started like running away and I just like kept walking at normal speed. I'm like, <sighs> um, rain, rain has no effect. I'm immune. <laughs> it is pretty great when you get those, those sun showers down there. Michael David sent me a picture of you at your, uh, at your post. My God, that oh was God. pretty he awesome. Red Mike D. Oh my, I, I'm like, I, okay. I just realized that I've seen Red Mike D more than my family since being here. <laughs> I've seen Red Mike D more than than you ever. True. I like. Wow, I was like, oh that is so true. <laughs> I think you've seen like, Red Mike D more than we have. <laughs> I was like. I was, I like like we we have we have dinner we have drinks. We, I also think it's we, funny that you call him by his uh, his, by his Twitter name. <laughs> well, he calls me by Edward, so I mean. Oh, there you go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do. I do call. Is your name? I do call. I do. Well, I guess I call. I call. Let's see, I do call people by their Twitter handles. When I know them from Twitter first, I call them by their Twitter handles. Mm. Mm. 
Well, the countdown is on for Glee season four. It returns next Thursday. About the a, new Rachel. A week from when uh, you guys are going to be listening to it. Yes, the episode is entitled The New Rachel, first episode of season four, where we will meet the new Rachel. Uh, they had cast photos from the new Fox Faces. They always do that Fox Faces campaign where they do glamour photos of all the... Uh, or, I guess, fashion, but whatever, uh, of of the cast. And it was funny, the people that are in the Fox uh, Faces photos. Of course, they have Corey and Leah and Chris and... Uh, Darren. Darren, thank you. Um, Santana. <laughs> yes, and Naya Rivera. Uh, and also uh, Mark Salling and Jane Lynch in there. But, okay, can we just go back to how amazing Kurt looked? He looks or very grown Chris up. Colfer. Chris Colfer, yes. Chris Colfer has definitely grown amazing. up. And God, if you show, compare him to a picture of him in the pilot, he was such a baby. Oh, my no. gosh. It's crazy what three years have done. <laughs> yeah, three very busy years for that kid. He's yeah, got I mean, another he's book won, coming out. He's, he's got that Struck by Lightning Emmy book coming out. And, or was it an Emmy or Golden Globe? Which did Golden he win? Globe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you just got disappointed. You're like, oh. <sighs> well, Emmy next, you know. Uh, yeah, it was pretty he's wild. He's going to make his way through his uh, EGOT. His EGOT. <coughs> awesome. <laughs> That's Apparently, Jennifer's head call. For those, for those listening live, <laughs> Jen Shu says that if you listen to the Ustream with your iPad, you don't get commercials. Just so you know. Oh. Yes. Interesting. We okay. had that as I mentioned. Good cash, Ed. Uh, so we've right, got um, so the Fox faces come out, but you, we also got some faces of the new people, uh, and they are extremely anonymous and white. So we'll see how they fit into the cast. I was but so annoyed when I saw give, that. Don't give up on them yet. I know. I, I haven't been given up on them. I've simply <laughs> identified that they look extremely anonymous and no, white. So, so, so when does Aelin come in for her, when she didn't win the Bleed Project, but she won it? <laughs> but, but she still gets a part. She just is like, going to show up. Yeah, yeah. Like, like all, like Ryan Murphy just says, there's, there'll be one winner. They didn't, he didn't say that there'll only be one on Glee. That's true. That's true. I mean, they're not. They're not the same. Blank not the contract the doesn't mean they're not still going to add new people. And <laughs> oh, look, they're adding people that they actually know. <laughs> yeah, Docker. I hope, I hope Eileen does make it on there. Uh, there was also a first listen of all of or of some uh, season four Long. songs that was online today. I didn't listen to any of them. They were live str- or they were streaming on a website. I like to be surprised. Um, but uh, Jen or Ed, did either of you listen to the first listen of the new songs? I, I saw, I saw them. Like I saw, I saw it on MJ's big blog. Shout out MJ. Um, and I couldn't listen to it because I was on my phone. Mm. So, but I want to. I want to listen to them. I have not. Nor have I. <laughs> Nor have I. I, I, gonna... I want to listen to them. Yeah, but I have not. <clears throat> I do too. I actually. They're, they're, yeah, I haven't even watched. I watched that one teaser trailer, but I haven't watched anything since. So, I mean, I have wanted to. Just, yeah. I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, what we have gathered tonight in remembrance in this of season hollowed, three. Hollowed Loftus. <laughs> in remembrance of season three. Exactly correct. We have gathered here tonight <laughs> in remembrance of season three to discuss our favorite songs of season three the next time you hear from us we will be speaking about the first episode of season four so before we do we shall send season three off into the ether most likely to be discussed less than any other season let's be honest season three 
except, um, except I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe in retrospect, we'll be like, season three was such a good way for setting up season four. Maybe, it maybe could we'll happen. Think that. I think that's best case scenario for season three at this point. Like, OMG, <clears throat> if season three wasn't the way it was, season four would not have been as awesome. Like, that's that's what I want to hear. I would love that. I really would. I, I, I would think I think, think that would be amazing. Four, season four is going to, like, it's gonna it's gonna it's either gonna take Glee to the heights it once was, or or it's gonna go up with the bang. I think I think there's no way there's no other there's no other scenario. It's either. Yeah. They're going yeah. bigger. They're going home. I think and- the sh- the show is too expensive for that not to be the case. Yeah, like, it can't be just a transitional or rebuilding year. They need, yeah, you know they. they if had season their four time. doesn't bring doesn't bring the ratings, there. I don't know if we're going to see a season five. The show is just too expensive. There's too many people on it. The music, it's everything. It's a big thing, uh, and Fox has other stuff it wants to do, In, just like Mob Doctor, which looks comedic um so <laughs> but you're gonna watch it because you have a little thing for her so dennis barrow yeah she's adorable. she was great on my boys but god that show looks like garbage uh so let's talk about let's talk about <laughs> season three and our favorite songs from season three is the topic tonight uh we're gonna play some of our favorite songs from season three uh we have tons of voicemails so thank you very much for all OMG of voice voicemails yeah Yay, voicemails. So we have tons of great voicemails about your favorite songs from season three. Uh, the three of us, I think we're just going to do our top three, but some of us have more than three. Uh, in your case, cough, Ed, Ed cough. you have a top ten. Uh, so would you like to give us, before we boil down to your top, to your number three, would you like to give us seven through four, or ten through four? Ten through four. I'm disappointed you're not playing more of these. Maybe maybe you'll maybe come there'll around. be crossover. <laughs> well, maybe maybe, maybe they fall. Maybe your four to seven, um, four to ten, fall into our one to three. <laughs> okay, my number ten choice, which is a bit of a surprise. Uh, you know, I, I I've had a few surprises when I was putting this together, but number ten, tongue-tied, new directions. Interesting. That is a very memorable song. Every single time I bring up Glee at my office, my manager goes, I like that tongue-tied song. <laughs> he says that 100%. I think that's the only episode he's seen. Uh, I like that tongue-tied song. Uh, and uh, and uh, why, why tongue-tied? It's just a good I, number. I, wa- I wanted to reward Glee for taking a chance and doing well. Hmm. So, so good job taking a chance on group love and doing it well. That's that's I think that's really why it ended up in my top ten. Like I had like I had to I mean I had to kick out somebody that I used to know, but I decided that tongue tied was more deserving of the spot because they took a chance and they deserved it. <laughs> What's well, also worth noting, I believe we won't we probably shouldn't talk about your entire top ten at this granularity, but tongue tied is kind of worth noting because I believe it's the only song they've ever done where no one was ever on screen performing it. It was no, entirely had, in happened, the background. Wasn't that some smile season one? Smile was entirely in the background. All right. Yeah. They were like getting, they were like getting ready, and it, like Mercedes was singing, but she wasn't, she wasn't singing it like while she was like doing. They were like doing stuff, mm-hmm. montaging. Okay. <laughs> and your number nine? My number nine is La Bonita. Really? Yes. Let's just move on. Number eight. <laughs> Santana Sebastian. Smooth Criminal, oh, of course. Yep. I decided I I ranked that lower than I initially thought I was going to because it's just a rip off of the two cellos version. That being said, it's still awesomely epic, but I, I had to discount it on originality factor. Like the points that I was giving tongue tied, I had to take like the exact opposite for Smooth Criminal. Okay, <laughs> number seven, 
Shake It Out, Satana Tina Mercedes. Yes. Number six, Glad You Came, Vocal Adrenaline with Sebastian on lead. God, I hate number, that song. Number five, A Bit of Surprise, I believe. Here's to us, Rachel Berry, the Hailstorm song, I believe. Big surprise, yes. And uh, Pinball Wizard was my number four. Nicely done. Wow. Pinball Wizard mashed up with... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, what was it? What was that mashed up with? Nothing. <laughs> pinball Wizard was just Pinball Wizard. Oh, well, it's Starships, right? I mean, that was, but that was the other song they did. That's right. Uh, well, I have a top. Uh, I have a top five, so I can give my five and four before we get to number three. Um, and Jennifer, do you just have a top three, or what do you have? I will have a top three when I'm. She finished. will have a top three. Like, okay. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, you know, kid cramming five seconds before the exam. Uh, so I would have to say for my top five, uh, like I'm literally shuffling them as we go here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put it in fourth or in fifth place. I'm going to go ahead and put in um, Smooth Criminal as well. I totally agree with you, Ed. The thing about Smooth Criminal in this season was. Um, when I was trying to actually just off the top of my head, the first thing I did was I said, can I even name five songs from season? That's what I, that's what I said. But then when I went to the, when I went to the Wikipedia page, I was like, no, no, this, this is better than I thought it was going to be. That's the thing. And, and, but when I did that, the first song that came into my head was Smooth Criminal. And so I felt like I had to be on the the list. Okay. I mean, Smooth Criminal was awesome. So awesome. But like, I like it, it just, it just they just ripped the two cellos version, and it's awesome they brought it to to new light and to new audiences. Obviously, I probably yeah. wouldn't have heard of it. I brought her out, yeah. Yeah, but I still, I don't, I don't want to reward them for ripping off people so blatantly. And th- and that's the challenge. I think that everything was right about that number, except for the fact that it they essentially found a YouTube video and said, no, let's uh, do that. I mean, if if they if they had hot like if two cellos didn't do that song and they hire two cellos to do that song. Then this would be like this would be a different story. It would be fighting for number one with my number one right now. So <laughs> of course, like, absolutely, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, in my number fourth <clears throat> play, in my n- number four, um, surprisingly, again, when I was trying to think of numbers off the top of my head that I could remember, it's not right, but it's okay. From the Whitney Houston number, or from the Whitney Houston show. Mm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was like that it was such an absurd music video and Blaine sitting at a desk doing his best Whitney Houston, how like you always put her behind something because she couldn't dance. Um, and, <laughs> but, and it was just like, there was something about that number that has stuck with me. Uh, I, I don't know why, but that totally came to mind. And I went, it's not right, but it's okay. Off the top of my head. Those are the only two straight off the top of my head that I could name. And then I had to go to a list to find the rest. Yeah. Um, before we get to our top, oh, Jennifer. Uh, no, I've, I've got oh, my. Oh, you just have top three. I've got my top three. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> well, before we get to our top threes, let's listen to I'm some listeners lame. for their top threes. Uh, we, of course, have our old standbys. Here are Sarah and Caitlin. Hey, Josh, Jened. It's Sarah and Caitlin. As we gear up for season four, we thought we'd join you in reminiscing on some of our favorite songs of season three. We both compiled the top three, so let's get started. My number three is Smooth Criminal. The Michael episode was so hype that this was the one song that lived up to it and was memorable. Those cellos were just awesome. My number three is You Get What You Give. It's hard to separate the scene from the song, but both are adorable. Plus, that bridge hooks me every time. My number two is Rumor Has It, Someone Like You. It was a mashup that was done completely right. I could believe that it was one song. 
The scene before and after it tied in really well. The music enhanced the scene and the scene enhanced the music. It all just fit together perfectly. My number two is somebody that I used to know. How can you go wrong with Matt Bomer and Darren Chris? Seriously. <laughs> Plus this one I actually like far more than the original and it earns bonus points for being the song my roommate and I belted out at random moments to one another. My number one is We Are Young. That was the first song of the season that they had everyone sing together and it tied in with the moment really well. It was the one song of the season that got me to listen to the original, and I did not like it. Lisa was far superior to me. It was the song of the season, in my opinion, the one that I watched and felt joy. The only one that I felt was just glee. My number one is Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Wow. I had never heard the song before and was just sucked in by the energy of the performance and was the only song I felt was worthy of a competition episode. I feel like Mr. Shu included it as a subtle hint to Finn and Rachel, which makes it funny on a level two. The way it switches <laughs> tune and tone is just perfect. It was just fun. And I feel Glee needed more fun like this last season. Well, we can't wait to hear what your list includes. Red Solo Cup? Dinosaur? No. Next thing I know, no. I kissed a girl. T-Phone? Uh, they haven't done that one yet. Oh, they will. <laughs> Give it three episodes. <laughs> oh, they, they will. Oh, they will. Anyway, can't wait for the podcast. <laughs> Bye. That's, oh, God, I hate that song so much. Oh, Payphone. I hate that song so much. And, he, and it, that has to be the worst guest rap in the history of guest rap. On payphone. My God. He says like eight words. And most of them are cuss words. Like, (laughs) that is the stupidest guest rap ever. I'm not a huge Wiz Khalifa fan, but he's usually better than that. It was horrible. (laughs) Payphone. Uh, You you would be proud, Josh. Paradise by the Dash Light was in my top 15. Really? I I know. I know. I was like, oh, Josh, you were destroying my life. It's actually not in my top five at all. Um, what? And it was in my top 15? Explain yourself. Honestly, I felt to a point, I kind of felt it was too little too late. I know that's stupid, but <laughs> it, I, I mean, no, we're looking in retrospect. We're not, we're not, we're not living with the, we're not, we were rose colored glassing. Right <laughs> and, and, and one of my other favorite songs ever written by Jim Steinman is It's All Coming Back to Me Now. And that one also didn't really make it in my top five, mainly because I totally forgot they did it. And being one of my favorite songs ever written, and I totally forgot they even did it. I kind of, it was, maybe it was just like, it's significant. By the time we got to that episode, I didn't really care. Mm. Like, it was just frustrating. So that that bugged me. Uh, Let's listen to another voicemail. This is listener Emily. Hi, this is listener Emily. I am calling in to discuss some of my favorite songs from season three. I had a lot, so I had to break them down by category. I'll try to go quickly. Okay, my favorite overall end-of-the-episode group number would have to be We Are Young, though I give a close second to My Love Is Your Love. Now, my favorite competition number for New Directions was Paradise for the Dashboard Light, though I also loved ABC. I actually liked more competition numbers from the opposing teams. The top was Boogie Shoes. <laughs> Alex Newell just killed that number. He I've did. watched it a million times over. I also loved Glad You Came and, of course, Buenos Aires. Now, top solo I would have to give to Cough Syrup. I'll admit it, I'm an unabashed cleaner, but oh, I love, love that song. Second would be Not the Boy Next Door. Third, Here's to Us. Fourth, Fighter. Now, my favorite duet, again, I'll admit, I'm biased, was perfect. Second would be Somewhere. Third, Smooth Criminal. And fourth, 
Hungry Like the Wolf slash Rio. <laughs> now, my favorite song from the Christmas album was Do You Hear What I Hear. Favorite mashup, Rumor Has It slash Someone Like You. Close second, Anything Goes, Anything You Can Do. Finally, my favorite reworked number would have to be How Will I Know. That was just so unique and just wonderful. I loved it. So thanks for my very long list. Love the podcast, and have a great night. Bye. I want to thank this person for their detail, attention yeah. to detail. Yes. First off. <laughs> this is one of those episodes that like reminds me that as many problems as we had in season three, it had its points too. You know? no, 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 that was the most frustrating thing about season three was on an episode that you absolutely hated. There was two minutes of gold. Yeah. Like that, that, that's, how, that's what I remember about season three. I was like, oh my God, I hated this episode. But that one part, oh my God. <laughs> well, um, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about our season threes. I'll go ahead and start because... Uh, I think we'll just want to brush this one under the rug. But uh, when I was trying to think of what my number three song of the season was, I kept coming back to Damien doing Take Care of Yourself. (laughs) I know this is probably one of the least memorable songs for normal people, but this song, the song Choice, and his performance of it stuck with me for so long. And when I was just wandering in my brain you know trying to think of songs from season three this was another one that i went wow that one stuck me for stuck with me for days so i ended up getting the record i ended up becoming a big fan of uh of the guy who recorded it originally and uh so my number three is take care of yourself performed by damien aka rourke So that's my number three. Jennifer, what's yours? (laughs) Okay, so for me, I did have to use the list. I did have to go back. And as I was scrolling through the list, first I was taken aback by how many songs they did. And it was... I was like, okay. When you look back at it collectively, there, you know, like I said, there's so much gold there. There's so many good things to to remember. and my criteria, my criteria for selecting my top three was just which one kind of like jumped out like as I was scrolling through and reading the titles, the ones that just jumped in my mind as with the complete visual and the tune and everything and the energy and the excitement, that's kind of the, the feeling that I had when I watched it the first time just came back immediately. So for me, my number three was uh, Not the Boy Next Door ah. by Kurt. Uh, performed by Kurt and I just I loved that scene so much because it was so spontaneous and so risky and you know I mean there was so much on the line at this audition and just seeing Kurt just lay it all down and I just 
I loved that. To me, that was just a great, great moment this season. And it was one of those real moments. One, one of the problems that the show kept having during competition shows is they would tell us who won, but they wouldn't tell us why. And yeah. here, he got the callback and she didn't. And we totally understood why. Yeah. yeah. Here's Not the Boy Next Door, performed by Chris Cole. You can have your dreams, but you can't have me. Oh, I can't come back there anymore. Cause I am not the boy next door. You've been saving those souvenirs. Faded photographs from our foolish years. We made plans, but they're wearing thin. And they don't work out, cause I don't fit in. Would you like to share your number three? Yes, I would. And I see that you wanted me to tell you beforehand. I'm sorry about it's that. It's all right. Don't worry um, about it. <laughs> uh, it has to be the New Directions Fly, I Believe I Can Fly mashup. It has wow. to be. Like, this, this, is, this is a mashup done right. <laughs> this is a mashup done right. And I am very, I'm very, I'm very uh, hard on mashups because they, they're either done right or they're done wrong. And this one was done right. Yeah. Now what what's what did what was right about this one? Because I remember every time we do top three and bottom three, you always have mashups in both. Because <laughs> I'm very hard on them. Yeah, they need they need to be like like if you're gonna if you're gonna do this to a song, you need to do it. You need to like bring it to the next level. And I think the 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 song in Fly like like I think I think the message from the Rihanna Nicki Minaj song and the message from the R Kelly song. They really, they really flow together. Like the the concepts of the songs go together. Like it's like it's like they were made to be together, and that's that's what I want to happen. All right. Well, here's a bit of "Fly." I believe we can fly, formed by the New Directions on the Gleeful Podcast. This this is like this is like Glee's like battle song. I mean the other battle <laughs> song besides We Are Young, but this is the lesser appreciated one. Yeah, We Are Young definitely. I, I mean I I don't know which version I heard more, <laughs> and you heard it all the time. And uh, we I did learn the hard way that it is uh, not quite the karaoke song you would think it is. Uh, but that was just my experience. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, that was definitely the song of the summer. I don't, I don't think anyone would argue that the song of the summer was "We Are Young." <laughs> uh, and if you live in Southern California, where it's uh, hotter than uh, 
devil. Hades. Hotter than Hades. It is, continues to be, yes. to be uh, number one. So, uh, Ed, you and I both have the same number two. Oh. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about our number two. Uh, that is, of course, How Will I Know, the girls' acapella uh and Kurt piece, yes, and Kurt from the beginning of um, of uh, uh, the Whitney Houston episode, and for me, this was just everything that Glee does good. It was magical. It was magic, and it was great. It was, it was, it was a unique arrangement. It was it was it was a moving message. It moved the story along. It made sense, and it was awesome. Like that's that's like when when you're solving multiple conflicts with a single climax, like how will I know? That's that's what makes it great. <laughs> and I think as well, like within the context of the plot, it was a perfect way to introduce that episode, which was an episode we knew was going to be sappy and overdrawn to begin with. And they were just like, yup, and we're going right for it. Like we are yeah. totally yeah, unabashedly it, it did, jumping it did in the intro. It needed to start the show like it yeah. did. It was it was the way it should have been. I, I, I adored it. Here's a How Will I Know uh, performed by the girls and Kurt on the Cleveland podcast. I say a prayer with every heartbeat. I fall in love whenever we meet. I'm asking you, cause you know about these things. How will I know if he's thinking of me? I try to phone, but I'm too shy. I can't speak. Falling in love is all bittersweet. This love is strong. Why do I feel weak? Awake me. Uh, it was mentioned in the chat room, uh, <laughs> Kate Moore 13, that We Are Young and Call Me Maybe battled for Song of the Summer. That is a very good point. Oh, yes. <laughs> that with that and uh, uh, Gundam Style. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jennifer, your number two song of season three. My number two is actually on both of your... Um, your uh, earlier parts of your list, but I have, it's all coming back to me now. Um, performed by Rachel and the New Directions at Nationals. This is one that, is, no matter how many times you've heard it, like watching it performed like this and having it still be interesting and moving and, you know, goosebump inducing, I, I think, like, how can it not be? I thought it was amazing. It's pretty great, and it's definitely one of, like one of those songs just is meant for Leah Michelle. Yeah. Like, you know, she wasn't even born when he wrote it, but <laughs> you know, he had her in mind <laughs> somehow. And she just nails it. Oh, here is uh, it's all coming back to me now. Uh it's performed by Leah Michelle. When the sun was so cool. That all the tears turned to dust and I just knew my eyes were drying up forever. Crying in the instant that you left And I can't remember where or when or how And I banished every memory you and I had ever made But when you touch me like this And you hold me like that I just have to admit that it's all coming back to me When I touch you like this And you hold me like that It's so hard to believe But it's all coming back to me It's all coming 
This, this song really needs to be sung while driving at night and sobbing. That's really <laughs> where this... Preferably raining yes, and in, in the dark. Rain. <laughs> um, oh my god, but Probably the way you have. the way you said earlier, Josh, about how <laughs> about how this song was written with Rachel in mind. I mean, like, how, how wasn't it written with Rachel in mind? Yeah. I think, and for me, like, one of the reasons it didn't quite make my top five is within the context of this episode, it was just kind of... It was just a part of their performance and and this being such a great emotional song i wanted to see her do it like within the context of some plot and some depth and all those elements of it so that's where it fell down for me whereas obviously it's an incredible vocal moment you know i understand yeah but uh but it worked for you it worked for me i mean (laughs) it was so funny watching you because you were so into the song, I'm like, he doesn't want to even fade back to the show. No, like, why would you? It's so <laughs> he's good. He's just going to play out the whole song. going to play this crap out. <laughs> uh, let's just listen to some voicemails. Uh, oh, Jennifer knows what a Steinman dork. Oh, I've oh, talked my. about it on the show. Many a road trip. Many listening road trip. to Jim Steinman. Uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to some voicemails. People weighing in on their favorite songs of the season. Uh, all the way from the Great Town Under. Here's listener Lynn. Hey guys, it's Lynn from Australia. Um, I've got to say it was a lot easier to try and narrow down favourite tracks from season three than season two. Um, I started to cut them down quite easily and I only picked songs from 13 episodes. Apparently there wasn't any music I liked from the other nine or just haven't really listened to it or tried to forget it ever happened if it was the Spanish teacher episode, for example. Um, and my favourites turned out they were all completely, well, almost completely dominated by Santana. Mercedes, Rachel, Blaine and Kurt. Like, nobody else exists musically on that show. Um, but I tried to just organise a few, you know, some favourites into categories or sort them out. Best group songs would be You Can't Stop the Beat, We Are Young, and ABC, which is possibly my favourite New Directions competition number ever. Mm, the best Trouble Tones number, and it's going to just get mentioned by everyone, I suspect, it has to be Rumour Has It, Someone Like You, Mashup. Um, and then best other Santana songs... Um, you know, got to give some honourable mentions to A Boy Like That, Smooth Criminal, and First Time I Ever Saw Your Face. Best Kurt Blaine duet, because, you know, I have my priorities. Uh, <laughs> Perfect, which was the only good thing from the I Kissed a Girl episode, with honourable mentions to Let It Snow and Love Shack. I might be the only person who liked Love Shack, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, best Blaine Rachel duet is uh, One Hand, One Heart. Best use of a song I adore and freaked out when they did it with Kurt. Wait, I'm sorry. Best Blaine Rachel duet? Are there other ones? Well, they did the one at the... Um, Don't You Want Me Baby. Don't yeah, you want yeah, me baby? yeah. The, the right. sleepover. The drunk, the drunk <laughs> I love that. I love that That was that really one. cute, yeah. I think, I think, like, unfortunately, like, it doesn't logistically make sense for Blaine Rachel duets, but we they just need to happen. They, they just, just like, need to... Make they just need to. They just need to happen. Like, like I would be fine if, like, once an episode, they're like, they like, cut to black, and they're like obligatory Blaine Rachel <laughs> duet time, and they just, yeah. they, they just did, it. they just did it, they just did it. Like, it didn't matter what the storyline was. It was just like, it was just obligatory Blaine Rachel duet time. It's like, like a little intermission, <laughs> like a palate cleanser. There you go. But I mean, the thing is, it's like vocally he can keep up with her as opposed to Finn, which. You like you like. It would be nice if you know the the two sweethearts and the leads could do more <laughs> duets, but it doesn't work quite the yeah, same way. Yeah, she kind of mops the floor with she him. She does, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, you know, he does okay on his own sometimes. <laughs> let's uh, let's catch up with uh, Lynn here. Boy next door, with honorable mention to the tight golden pants. Uh, yes. Best Mercedes solo would have to be "I Will Always Love You." That was 
amazing. Even without the, the timing of everything around Whitney's death, it was just a gorgeous cover of that song. Um, the best Blaine songs with the word something in the title would have to be a tie between Something's Coming and Wannabe Starting Something. <laughs> and best combo of voices that should be featured more often in ways like this on Glee would have to go to How Will I Know from the Whitney episode, which was just a gorgeous arrangement of that song, um, with an honourable mention to my favourite things from the Christmas episode. Um, I can't wait to hear your choices. Uh, looking forward to it. Bye. And uh, Lynn, oh, go ahead. Lynn is awesome. Yes. yes. And <laughs> again, uh, somebody who it took so much time and care to to categorize them and and qualify the songs. Since that's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, we'll go. That was the Great Down Under. Let's go to the Great Night North and listen to Typo. Typo. Hey y'all, it's Typo. Not sure I'll be able to make it back for tonight, but I want to throw my two cents about the best songs of season three. The number one song of the season is easily the treble-toned Rumor Has It Someone Like You mashup. Simply gorgeous. But why didn't they save it for sectionals? I'm almost hesitant to mention the ensemble member, We Are Young, because in the weeks and months that followed, the song was everywhere. Oversaturation aside, it was a great number. Further honorable mentions go to Sebastian and Santana's cello accompanying duet, Smooth Criminal. They did the Prince of Pop proud with that one. The stripped down a cappella, How Will I Know, that opened the Whitney episode, is further proof that when Glee thinks outside the box, its songs can, its songs can be more than simply cookie cutter covers. Finally, props to Blaine's cough syrup. <laughs> I fully recognize that much of my love of this song was the way it was brilliantly cut in, in, in brilliantly cut into the Karofsky storyline. But whatever. It was still great. Now for some quick thanks for playing awards. <laughs> Worst episode I prefer to believe never happened. The Spanish teacher and every song therein. Based on the number of downloads uh, in my iTunes, the strongest episode appears to be the Purple Piano Project, which gave us the infectious You Can't Stop the Beat. Blaine's now annual courtyard member, it's not unusual, <laughs> and the first Hummelberry of the season, Ding Dong the Witch is Dead. The best West Side Story number was cool because, oh my god, Mike can sing! <laughs> it's true. Best Tina moment? Sectional, where, with Rachel suspended and out of the picture, she finally got to sing lead on ABC. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come in season four. Best Puck song? Mean. Best Finchel duet. <laughs> There's no such thing as a good Finchel duet. Don't you people know me at all? <laughs> well, that's my wrap-up. I'm sure I missed a few, and I look forward to hearing what y'all have to say. Good night. And uh, awesome. that brings us to our number ones. Uh, yes, thank you very much. Typo. Uh, our number ones. Um, for me... My number one, I'm going to go pretty chicky again and uh, pretty soft. And I have to go with the first time I ever saw your face. The Roberta Flack song. Was that your number one as well? That is my number one as well. This was my most sobby moment of the season. It was one of the more moving songs that they've done. I mean, the, the girls, the, the, the strength and simplicity and the, the control and the emotion that they were emoting in the song. It was just like everything was just 
perfect in this. It was a really beautiful scene, too. Yeah. Musically, it works very well. It was really great to hear those four voices play well together. Um, it, you got some, you know, Tina in this one. Don't get a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yes, also the moments, the... the uh, the editing and the shooting in this scene was also really beautiful. And then, you know, tying it into what was probably our most effectively heavy yeah. uh, scene story or storyline of season uh, season three. I, I have a, you know, we, we could all talk about like our favorite plot lines or what worked the best and what didn't. But I think everyone's going to remember Beast's storyline yes. in this one. I think everybody, I think most people can agree this this one worked. Different people have different opinions about Finchel. Work for me. This one I think worked for everybody. So yeah, big points for forever. Every t- uh, the first time ever I saw your face. <laughs> ever I kissed your Got your back. Sarah in the chat room. Sarah 1031 says, It's hard to be a Finchel shipper in this chat room. It is. It's hard to be a Finchel shipper in life. That's all <laughs> uh, so that was our number one. Ed, what was your number one? My number one. I, 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 with the second I was like, What song? What song was my favorite song of season three? And, and just one, the, this is the one that I was like, this, this, I have, to, I was like, I have to include this song in my list no matter what. And all of a sudden that was, that emotion turned into, this song has to be my number one song. <laughs> it's, it was, it's just so, it was just so much joy and it was just so right in so many ways. And that was ABC. It's just so good. It's like, so, yeah. it's so nice and innocent. This and so was good. my number four song. <laughs> <laughs> it was a and pretty I, great moment. And it was one of those. Yeah, like uh, one of those pure moments of joy in the yes. season. Uh, there, there was no like, like no matter like no matter what was going moment. on in the season, no matter what was going on. If you this song came on, it was like it was just like awesome. It was just awesome. You can't sit still when you listen to it. Yeah, it's also a credit to just like a great Fantastic song. You know, song. Yeah. just like gosh, didn't the corporation write this? This is just one of those just classic moments of joy. Uh, so here's a little bit of ABC formed by the New Directions here in the Global Podcast. Uh, It's 
also one of those rare moments where you pretty much got everybody gets a line. And they all worked. It wasn't like they just got shoehorned in there because you're like, well, let's throw them a line. Yeah. They all work really well. And Tina, I mean, who knew? She, <laughs> her voice is so good for this. It's so perfect. Yeah, she and uh, uh, she and Quinn both had good moments in this one. Yeah. So, Ed, good pick for your number one. Awesome. What? Uh, uh, so was there any, any honorable mentions in your top fi- 15 you want to mention? Yeah, sure. Um... Paradise by the Dashboard, like uh, Stereo Hearts, which quickly left. I was like, why did I even put this in my top 15? <laughs> um, somebody that I used to know, Tonight, Rachel Blaine, and Rumor Has It, Someone Like You. Mm. I was like, I could, I just couldn't, like, honestly, there was, n- I don't know. I'm, I'm just to say that Rumor Has It and Someone Like You are such great songs, and I don't know if they really benefited from the mashup. And that is mm. why, like, Fly, like, I believe I can fly is like so old. It's like 18 syllables in that fly, and like it benefited from the Nicki Minaj redo. Uh, but someone like you and Rumor Has It. I mean, I understand they w- didn't want to do Adele songs. It's like straight up, but I would have preferred it more if they wanted to do like Adele, Adele. If they would have like went a little bit deeper and did like He Won't Go or One and Only or a little like a little bit deeper Adele with one of those songs, and then I would. This would this would be a different story. Now, did you say there's 18 syllables in "I Believe I Can Fly"? In the "fly" and "I Believe I Can Fly." Oh, fly like that? Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I worked in video. I worked at a video store when Space Jam came out, and <clears throat> I heard that song every day for a year. You've said a lot of things, Josh. I've, I've gathered. <laughs> And I mean, singing like, it, he, and he's singing in a cornfield for no reason. And then he does this kind of like Heisman Trophy move, and he's on top. He's on top of a ladder in a cornfield. It makes no sense. That video is so stupid. Who are you talking about? This is like this reminds me of like. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like mm. it's the mo. It's like. <laughs> Someone announces the moment you've all been waiting for, and then they come out and do "I Believe I Can Fly." That's like, that's like what, like that's like what it's like. And but it's no, it's not the moment. Nobody's waiting for this moment. <laughs> Nobody. But they're telling really? us. Really, deep like, down, secretly, no. You, but I, you've I, all I, been waiting for this. I promise. It's like, oh my god. Uh, I, it would be like adding a new, a new friendship boat to World Showcase Lagoon, and be like, the moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that that you know there were probably thousands of people for whom that was their wedding song and then a couple years later when there's a video on the internet of him peeing on an underage girl and they're like well that's gonna tar that one a little bit like every time every time the anniversary ro- rolls around we're gonna have to think about seeing that Aww. Uh, let's take a listen to some voicemails we got a couple more voicemails of people giving their favorite songs here's beth from pennsylvania Hey, Josh, John, and Ed. This is Lucille from Pennsylvania. Um, I'm so excited for the podcast this week about the um, top songs of season three. So I just wanted to um, kind of run down what my top five are and see where you guys fall on this. Um, I don't, in looking back at all the, the songs from the season, I guess I didn't think it was maybe as musically strong as uh, seasons one and two, but um, I was able to come up with a top five. So here goes. Number five, Somewhere Between Rachel and Shelby. Because um, that little head nod that Rachel gives to Shelby midway through the song still kind of chokes me up every time. And that is it's just great. a beautiful song. Uh, number four, Shake It Out uh, with uh, Mercedes, Tina, and Santana. Um, just really pretty, very nice and acoustic and just sweet. And, of course, the story was also beautiful as well. Uh, number three, Fix You. 
Um, I don't think you guys are a big fan of this. Um, but I just, this song still kills me every time I listen to it. I can picture the whole montage with Will and Emma and then everyone looking at the West Side Story cast decisions. Um, just, just still, I think, a beautiful song and a really cool theme in the way it was played out. Number two, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Um, because I think New Directions finally had their Bohemian Rhapsody with this song. I thought it was ultra fun. Everyone was working together. Everybody got a little bit of a part, and it was just an epic competition song. And number one, We Are Young, um, from the sectionals episode, because I think that that pretty much just epitomizes Glee. Everyone coming together and joining back and just, I, I don't know. I think it's a beautiful song that pretty much just kind of caps off the whole season, wraps up in a nice nutshell. So I can't wait to see what you guys think about this. Um, maybe during one of the breaks that will come in season four, you guys can talk about the worst song <clears throat> in season three. And I hope we can all agree that uh, the worst song ever was Dinosaur. So can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Have a good day. Bye. There'll be no argument there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for me, the worst songs would be a tie between Dinosaur and Red Solo Cup. Dinosaur is the worst, the, the lesser song, but Red Solo Cup makes me want to punch a baby. I don't know. I don't know if either of those would be included <laughs> in my bottom five, honestly. So what? I, like, what's a standout for your bottom five, Ed? I I can't think of anything at the moment, but just just um, give me give me some time to process this. Bottom right. fives are much harder than top <laughs> tops because bottom fives you have to be like, well, like, like is there is there nothing redeeming about this really? Like, Red Solo <laughs> Cup, I, I can I can make some arguments on like. I'm just, I'm very optimistic. It's, a, it's kind of a problem with life. So, <laughs> no, so, don't so ever like, change. I'm like, I can, I, can, I can find something. I can find something with Red Solo Cup. That's why I'm mean to the mashups because I'm like, well, it didn't benefit from the mashup. So, <laughs> that makes it bad. Well, uh, uh, well, well, you think about what your standout bottom songs are. Uh, we got uh, Haley on Twitter had sent in her favorites in no particular order. Paradise by the Dashboard Light, La Isla Bonita, Constant Craving, and an honorable mention for somewhere. Constant Craving would probably be on my extended list. That was a really nice uh, song. Um, I think it's, it was one of those that I felt that the song was better than the performance. And so I think that's kind of why it fell off of mine. But that was a really nice moment I, as I'm, well. I'm glad, I'm glad I'm not the only one who feels that La Isla Bonita was a good selection. Like, it literally was in my, it was number nine. So, like, it, like I, I really thought it was, like, as bad as the Spanish Teacher episode was, that number was good. <laughs> and uh, one more voicemail. This uh, from Irish Mike in New York. Hi, guys. It's Irish Mike 15 calling in. And even though I cannot be there live tonight just because I have start my senior year tomorrow, I figured I'd leave a voicemail about my top three songs from season three. And I'll let you know right now they all contain some form of Santana Lopez, who is <laughs> awesome. Number three from the episode Choke was Shake It Out. And I like this because it had a lot of emotion concerning the storyline when she was being abused by Cooper but still went back to him. Number two was Rumor Has It Someone Like You from the Match Off episode. And I liked it a lot because, well, I love Adele, first off, and that was great. And I loved the dance, and I loved the lyrics and the mashup and how it was made, and the emotion behind it with uh, Santana being outed through a commercial. It was just, it was really good. But the top song I have to give season three was from the Michael episode, Smooth Criminal. Uh, it's been on repeat on my iPod ever since. I love 
the Grant Gustin, Santana Lopez well, uh, tension, and overall, I really just love the song in general, and that made the Michael episode for me. So yeah, hope to hear what you guys thought about your favorite thoughts on Season 3, and I will be listening whenever we release some podcast. Alright, have a good night. Bye. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, uh, so, Jennifer, did you have a standout least favorite song from season three? Not really. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the song in general, Red Solo Cup. And Dinosaur was, you know, I'm like, yeah, I mean, those would be the first, those would be the bottom two for me, I guess. There's, I mean, there were, I don't really think there are many songs that I didn't like. I mean, the, um, the the song from uh, sorry a little spacey cold medicine um, the song that the girls did about uh, domestic abuse in the oh when they did sublock tango yeah yeah love that was pretty song. bad yeah love the song but no in but the see context, that takes inappropriate points but it also gets awesome points so well, it, I, and that's what I was exactly by saying Ed I love the song I loved their performance of it I don't think it was used properly and I know that they were called on that as well but still it's kind of like a joke that they 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 could have not made like they 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 could have showed some maturity and restraint and and not gone there and they also could have saved that number which i think is a number everybody wanted to see or at least new glee was going to do at some point oh Uh, they could have saved a number or they could have saved that number for a time when it would have been actually enjoyable to watch and not, yeah. I spent the entire time going, how's Glee going to handle this? Are they going to yeah. tell them you missed the point? Or is it going to be one of those Glee moments where they drop the moral ball? Like, how are we going to play this one? Yeah. Uh, I think we definitely could have left that. Uh, in the chat room, Joey's Baby 956 says, Sexy and I Know It was my least favorite of the season. That is a, that is a, that's down there. I did hate that. I, I, I hate that song in general, but. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't hate that song. Like, it doesn't. It's it's very catchy. And <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. <laughs> <You think> the, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm thinking of all the like, like goofy songs. I'm sure they're going to do in season four already. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yes. So that's pretty much it for us. Ed, did you think of a least favorite song? Um, no. This I I'm looking and I, it's I'm very I'm very nice to these songs. <laughs> <laughs> like I I don't I don't want to like just pull. Like be like I want I want to have my time to think about this. This is yeah, yeah. yeah. Give yeah, me a week. If, and if you have to think that hard on it, how bad could it have been? No, like, no, it, no. It's not. It's not that. It, it's not like what I didn't like. I d- wasn't terrible. It's just that I'm. Yeah. I'm just trying to find. I want. I want to be. I want to look at the constructive side of like what was really. What could they have really done with this song? It's because as I said last year, my. My bottom five really isn't the bottom, the worst songs I, I, of the season, but it's the top five songs that didn't live up to the potential they could have lived up to. Yeah. Is, is really what I do. And I can't, I always, on my top and my bottom, I always remove all theater songs in general as a, as a rule. Because I, I so know nothing that I don't want to, I don't feel like I can comment. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, you just, you come to them from a very pop perspective. And there was a time when musical theater and pop music were almost the same thing. And, and you know, a lot of classic jazz and pop standards actually come from shows in the 50s and 60s. But now it's the other way around. Now we take pop standards and we put them into Broadway shows. Uh, so it, it's it's a bit... It, 
well, I don't know. I'm, backwards is not the word I'd use. But, uh, but yeah, I think you definitely have a perspective on stuff like that. You just have a different perspective, and that's valid. Yep. Uh, so let's, uh, let's close it out. Ed, would you like to thank any iTunes reviewers? Yes, I would. I would like to thank Listener West, who's reviewed multiple times. Thank you very much. <laughs> and amazing, magnificent. Thank you. Listener West is awesomeness. And yeah. Uh, we got the, the, the just two reviews. Well, thank you guys very much. We got the closing song from Sapien. I uh, suggested Boogie Shoes, and so nice. we'll close out with Boogie Shoes. If you'd like to weigh in on anything we said tonight, you can email us at gleefulpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us online on Twitter at uh, Gleeful Podcast. I'm at Josh Brunel. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. We also have a website at gleefulpodcast.com where you can look at the show and get the contact information and buy the t-shirt if you like that type of thing. And you can go on Facebook and search for Gleeful Podcast and join the conversation with the listeners. We are going to record after the first episode, which will be a week from Monday. So look for that episode late Monday night, early Tuesday morning, where we will be discussing the first episode of season four entitled Jennifer. The new Rachel. The new Rachel. That's my girl. Uh, Do you think she'll, do you think the new Rachel will have the Rachel? But I'm bump. And just in time for sirens. (laughs) Yay. The siren. That's the police coming to arrest me for that joke. That really bad, bad joke. (laughs) And I believe a podcast with Josh Jen and Ed. I'm Josh. I'm Jen. Hashtag when Josh says your name, last name more often than you do. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everyone. (laughs)